0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper Today FM It all happens here Today
1: FM So it's time for our weekly music news D-Ready and Dave Hanratty from Joe.ie and host of the No Encore podcast are with us and let's turn things a little bit back to front and start with the picks of the week. So Dave, tell us what you're recommending this week
2: uh, I'm recommending the return of one of my favourite bands, Young Fathers. They're from Scotland. They're a Mercury Prize winning act. As a matter of fact, people might remember them winning the Mercury Prize a few years ago and taking a photograph that could best be described as miserable. Uh, they're a very serious band, but they make incredible music. They're back with Geronimo, their first new song in four years, and I'm very excited to share this
1: with the world. Let's hear it. I'm on the verge of divine that's gonna
0: keep me alive Most of my life I've been thinking about the feeling that I'm caught on a band.
2: So Young Fathers, I mean, that's actually a bit of an outlier for them. That's a very blissful song. They're usually very propulsive a kind of mixture of punk and world music and spoken word. Um, their most recent record, Cocoa Sugar, which was out in 2018, was my favourite album of that year. I would encourage anybody listening to me right now to go back and check out their back catalogue. And at the first possible sign of a gig, get a ticket and go. They're one of the best bands in the world right now. They are essential. And just seeing this come out of nowhere was the highlight of my day, apart from being here, of course. <laughs>
1: Okay, that is a strong recommendation.
3: Isn't it? And you I say like I, I only give out
2: about things. I mean, like this. <laughs> and it's your
3: birthday. It
2: is. Yeah, Happy so birthday. Thanks very much. <laughs> What's your
1: pick of the week, G?
3: My pick of the week uh, this week, Matt, is from Maria Kelly, a fantastic Irish old folk um, musician who has been doing really, really great stuff for the last couple of years. Um, and this is part of... Uh, It's kind of like hard to define what it is. It's called Postcards In Between. So it's like a project that comprises an exhibition, a tour new music where she's actually redoing some of her previous um songs in, in what she's called postcard versions where she will bring on uh, another artist to collaborate with so the likes of James Vincent McMorrow, Saint Sister and Rosie Carney are all in there but this is the latest single from that series it features Sammy Copley this time and it's called Nobody But Me Postcards version I've been expecting, so-
1: that's Maria Kelly that's the ready's pick of the week now I've been given a list of Ireland's official top 50 biggest albums and singles of 2022 so far I didn't realise that these things were still being measured in the era of streaming how are they measured now?
2: Essentially it's a combination of physical sales which is becoming less and less important less and less relevant and more about what you are listening to on your phone essentially um, streaming like like we'll probably talk about it at some point as well but like social media has changed the game as well like not just Spotify not just Apple Music or whatever platform that you use Uh, how a song is distributed amongst kind of the youth of today so to speak and how fast you can kind of delineate it into the space and that's why you're seeing someone like Harry Styles for example who has this colossal young fan base that are very technologically adept he's topped the charts in this one he's both the best selling Irish album of the year or album in Ireland rather and single as well so like it's his time now and he is reflective of this current generation and this current He's even
1: got two of the top ten albums Mm -hmm. because Harry's House is number one and
2: fine line is number six from about three years ago i think and there's a Dermot kennedy record in here from three years ago as well so it's shown the kind of staying power of some of these artists but it is a case now of the game has changed completely record labels have to adapt and essentially more than ever i think the record buying well not buying but the record streaming public are making these decisions ahead of anybody else
3: the other thing to bear in mind i guess when you're talking about the impact that streaming has is how differently, like the different avenues to discovering an album that you might have missed at the time. So if you're a big fan of Harry's House or As It Was because you've been hearing it recently on the radio and then you go into your streaming device or your streaming app to listen to it, you will automatically then right beside it see the previous album. So you're more likely to click into it than I think, it than if you were in a record store just perusing.
1: Yeah, I just got to go through what was the top 10 singles Um Number one, As It Was, Harry Styles. Number two, Where Are You Now? Lost Frequencies, Callum Scott. Make Me Good is number three, Belter's Only FT Jazzy, featuring Jazzy. If, um, Cold Heart by Elton John and Dua Then a couple of Ed Sheeran songs, Shivers and Bad Habits. Bad Habits has been around for ages, isn't mm. it?
2: It was the first single off his record, yeah, released almost a year ago at this stage. But and again,
3: to that point, if you think about when you're, when you're in an app like Spotify, for example, when you're looking at Ed Sheeran, the most listened to song that he has of all time will be right there at the top of the list. So that's obviously and going to encourage people to, to click well, into so it. Yeah. And, course, and they'll get playlisted together as well. Two Ed Sheeran
1: albums in the top five as well. But I suppose that also for Harry Styles played Dublin, Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. went on his nationwide tour. So that ties in with that as well. But interesting to see you said Dermot Kennedy from a few years ago, Dermot Kennedy. Fleetwood Mac's 50 Years Don't Stop is in there and Queen's Greatest Hits.
2: Queen have this, well, Fleetwood Mac too, but Queen have this bizarre staying power and huge popularity in Ireland as well. I think an awful lot of people to this day will hail Freddie Mercury as the greatest frontman of all time. And there's always a reason. And again, to tie it into the whole kind of apps, devices, streaming era. Let's say you watch Bohemian Rhapsody on Netflix. You're probably going to look at the back catalogue on Spotify as soon as you get off the film.
3: And there was that that TikTok trend not long ago with Fleetwood Mac and Dreams and roller skates. Was it roller skates? I believe so. I think that was that trend. Well, then explain to me sinks. Yeah, so syncs are something that have actually been around for quite a while and um, they're literally just like it, the word sync comes from creative synchronisation and it's like a music industry term for somebody who looks after these things and it's where a song, usually in, in a lot of cases a classic one um, will be primed for like a younger generation to come across it because it's being put into like a TV show or a video game or even just a, a, a trailer or an ad or something that they're likely to consume. Um, like in a lot of TV shows, it's bec- it's actually become almost a distraction at this point where, you know, you're looking out for those needle drop moments and they're not necessarily related so to, to the content.
1: You, are you watching TV dramas now with your f- phone in hand, the Shazam app open so that you can actually well, sort again of to on go songs back, that you to. Again, to go are.
3: back to that <laughs> streaming thing, Matt, a lot of TV shows will have an official playlist in an app that you can go, right, I loved It's a Sin. I mean, I've listened to the It's a Sin playlist God knows how many times. Because, I mean, we even talked about how good the music was in that you can go in there and then, you know, even stuff that would have a lot of, like, more current music in it, a lot of them, the the... The, the job of the, the people that pick the music for these things has gotten a lot bigger because they're now curating playlists for people to listen to, not just while they're experiencing the other piece of media.
2: And if you take a show like Normal People, for example, when that came out, that did a lot of good work for independent Irish artists who were on the playlist because the characters were given the playlist. So Here's Connell's playlist. Here's what he's into as a character. And so you go and find it from there. And again, it's a huge boost for someone on, on an independent level. Thus, when the conversations with friends playlist comes around, everyone wants to be on it. Mm. But also, like, I mean, as Dee says, this isn't necessarily a new practice. It's just being disseminated in a different way. If you think back to, say, The Sopranos, and when Journeys Don't Stop Believing was used in that, back in, what, 2006, I want to say, 2007? Um, Skyrocketed in terms of searches on Google. But now, of course, it's that much faster, it's that much quicker, and as a a result, like I said earlier, like, I mean, people with their phones are just completely changing the game.
1: But hold on, you could get product placement to an extent out of this, couldn't you? Is that, if the Netflixes are or whatever, suddenly were to own or tie up with the music companies, they could use the music, place it in various programs to try and boost but the it,
3: sales of the music. Again, that's been happening for years. Like if you think of Ghost, which came out in 1990, that put the Righteous Brothers back, a 1965 song back at number one. And if you, if you scratch below the surface of a lot, of, and it was a really common trend in the 80s and 90s that the official movie soundtrack would have a lot of original and current music, but there would always be one absolute classic banger in there for good measure as well. And very often coming from the, sorry, the the same back catalogue as the movie studio maybe a label that's linked with them as well. So it's nothing new.
2: Yeah, exactly that. It's like if you have an artist, like if Sony Pictures and Sony Record Label has, say, a Jesse J or somebody, they may well end up in the same film, that kind of thing. It's just like an easy reach and won't eat into your budget too much. Because again, licensing is a huge issue. We've talked about Kate Bush recently and Metallica. Like it costs money. These like acts don't just end up in these shows by accident. You have to get clearance. But if someone's already on your roster, as D says, it's an easy, easy thing to do.
1: The number 10 album for the first half of the year was N- yeah. N&M's Curtain Call, The Hits. And as a follow-up, Curtain Call 2 coming out on the 5th of August, which will include Not Afraid.
0: I've been through the rain, but they can little to the middle finger. I think I got a tear in my eye, I
1: feel like the king of my world. Haters can make like bees, with no fingers and dry dead. No more fingers no more drama from now on. I promise to focus on handling my responsibilities as a father. So I solemnly swear to always treat this root like my daughter's embrace.
0: Take a stand, take a stand, everybody, everybody, come take my hand, come take my hand, we walk this road together through the storm.
1: Does he have enough material
2: for Corpicon (laughs) 2? Yeah, this is the thing. I mean, it's going to cover his career from 2009 onwards and the records released thereof, which, to be honest with you, has been a diminishing return situation in terms of quality. Um, There is an amazing song called Spacebound in there somewhere, which I hope makes this list, but Eminem is a weird one. I mean, a huge teenage love of mine for a while, but I kind of grew out of it. Uh, An incredible ability, I think you can even hear it there, his ability, what he can do is incredible, but I think he's gotten less and less interesting as an artist. And I will say, as a rule as well, uh, greatest hits, whenever there's a sequel, I'm always just like, oh, come on. Yeah. Greatest hits is Greatest Hits. You can't do a second one.
3: And the title is shocking. Like It sounds like one of those really, really scarlet second films from a successful comedy film, like Curtain Call 2, The Curtain <laughs> is Closed. <laughs> really awful.
1: It'll sell, though. Okay, let's hear a little bit of the new single from the 1975. This is part of the band.
0: When I fell in love with a boy It was kind I was Rambo and he was Paul Delaney So many cringes and narrowing binges I was coming off the hinges Living on the fringes My, my, my Imagination Oh yeah Enough about me now You gotta talk about the people, do you?
1: that's the first single part of the band from the new album being funny in a foreign language who wants to take this up
2: uh, I will say uh, Bonnie Iver's wonderful For Emma Forever Ago record recently turned 15 and I think Maddie Healy of the 1975 has been dipping into it ahead no. of this track don't you
3: yeah I was literally going to say it just re- it puts me in mind of a lot of kind of early noughties um, indie music now that's not to say that I, I don't love that music and, and there's, there's a plinky plunkiness to that that I actually particularly enjoy. But yeah, definitely with you on that.
2: Yeah, it's searching, it's adventurous. They're an interesting band, uh, hardcore pretentious, but that's kind of, they wear it on their sleeve. Matty Healy's a very divisive frontman. I went from hating this band to kind of falling in love with them on the third record. The last one left me a bit cold, arguably a bit too kind of overbearing for their own good at times. This was a bit of a sidestep. The last single off a record was like some kind of disco stomp, new metal song, and then this is like Paul Simon meets Bonnie Ivera's. So so, as always, interesting to see where it goes. They really do divide opinion, and I'm curious to see what this record will sound like.
1: Okay. Look, we will leave it there with both of you. Thank you very much. Uh, Dave Hanright here from Joe.ie and D. Ready for being with us here on The Last Word in Today FM. The
2: Last Word
0: with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.